Welcome to On The Line today. I am joined by UFC newcomer in the lightweight division. It is Terrence McKinney, my man. How we doing? I'm doing great, man. It's cold outside, but, you know, we in the heat. I know. It's cool and off. Luckily, you get to fight here soon in uh, a nice and warm city. But uh, so the first thing I got to ask you is a couple days back, you tweeted, uh, when you start getting a little fame, everyone in your inbox trying to get in your pockets wanting a piece of you. Uh, I immediately messaged you like two hours later. Uh, I wanted to get a part of that clout. <laughs> so how, how often do people uh like what are people reaching out for like what's all going on with that oh uh, so he just always asks like weird questions and he's like i was like man and I, then i just tell him i'm a broke ufc fighter <laughs> i said you guys know dana don't pay us <laughs> <laughs> and i know dana did also dan at least hooked you up though with that extra bonus so i don't, I don't i'm not gonna ask what it is it's not my business but he at least hooked you up a little bit even yeah, though he hooked you- it up a little bit yeah Rob, you really, got performance bonus. That was some bullshit. Seven seconds yeah, knocked out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but like like Kevin Holland said, really, as long as you stay active, you're going to get the money you deserve. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to try to, if, if I get the first round finish, I'm fighting again in December. Shit, fight again in a week. Yeah, fight, let's see what yeah. uh, Lupe Godinez is doing right now as we're interviewing this interview. But uh, also speaking of being a clout goblin, like I just said, um, you put your name in the hat for the Dan Hooker fight. If uh, Nashrock couldn't make it, were you, the, were you the backup or kind of like where were you at in that process? I was just in the Vegas at the Apex doing some testing and, you know, I wasn't too far away from the weight class. So, so you're ready to go just in case. Yeah, just in case. Why not? Okay, no, no confirmation on that. All right. So, are also again, this is my last little question about being a little clout goblin. But uh, are you aware that you don't have a Wikipedia page? And don't you think that's kind of bullshit? <laughs> that's crazy. I don't even looking at the once once the time do come and I have one. It's <laughs> the documents on there's gonna be crazy. You know, dude, that's gonna be that's gonna be a popular one. I mean, you got a pretty crazy ass story, but uh, no, let's yeah. uh, let's get the, let's get the people going. Let's get a let's get a Wikipedia page for uh, Terrence. I'm not that tech savvy, <laughs> but there's people out there who can pull that off. There's people but, out there that can get it done. <laughs> exactly. So let's talk a little bit about the debut. We've kind of hinted at it. You came out yeah. there. You finished a student seven seconds and. I mean, let's, let's be honest, like when you threw that punch, was it, when you threw that punch, you're like, this is going to knock him out. Or like, oh, this is like, this, we're, we're setting something up here. Like what was going through your head in that process? You know, I was surprised. I knew, I knew <laughs> it was landing clean, the only job. I was like, damn. And I stepped back because I thought he was going to counter, but I saw him going down and I didn't even care about hitting him after that. I knew it was over. Like when it landed, I knew it was over, but. So that's that, like that, that feeling you get when you hit someone the proper way. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was out. clean. Like once it landed though. I was like, but just in case he was going to like go, like they'll hit as he's falling, I step back. You never but, know. There's a, you don't know with every ref too, a little bit different with the stoppages. You, know, so you just, you just got to yeah, keep exactly. going until they pull yeah. you off. Yeah. I didn't even, wasn't even looking to land like any of the shots after that. I knew it was over. Oh, oh yeah. I think everyone knew it was over. It was yeah. just a matter of the finishing touches. Uh, yeah. I was, I was just looking at the ref. <laughs> I was just trying to hit you ever see the time when I don't know Gaethje knocked out? I think it was Cerrone, and like he was like, "Dude, you need me to keep throwing more punches." He just kept hammering him down. Just kept looking at the ref, like, "What else do you need me to do?" Like, I feel like that kind of stuff's kind of out of hand. Where you're like, "Dude, come on!" Like, he's exactly. obviously done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, do you? Uh, this this is a weird question. Do you think you fought? Do you think you finished that fight too fast? Nah, <laughs> I couldn't ask for a better debut. You know. Oh, oh yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it was seven seconds. It was quick, but I mean, you fought and you found about 14, 14 fights. You have less than 30 seconds, 30 minutes of cage time. Like 
that's pretty wild yeah. for a fighter. Like yeah. you've barely even been in the cage yet. You've won so many fights at this point. Yeah, it's because like I, I'm either either you knock me out or I knock you out. I don't play games. Like I see it like this: if you're really in a fist fight, no fight should last over five five minutes, in my in my opinion. Okay, I love it. I think the fans love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. We really try to kill each other. You feel me? Like how many street fights you see go twenty five minutes? Nah, man. Probably last thirty seconds. When you really (laughs) scrapping, trying to really hurt someone, no fight should be over five minutes, in my opinion. I, I I agree. I agree. So I think what's really lost in the entire thing is obviously you have the seven second finish. You have your really cool story, but like you fought the week before. Like it just wasn't yeah. like you were you were like kind of in the wall waiting for a fight. You literally fought the week before and finished the dude. Yeah, knocked him out. <laughs> Did you have any idea whatsoever that the UFC was gonna come knocking at your door for the week after? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. I knew the UFC was gonna call because I had a crazy knockout from the guard. And people my Size usually are knocking people out from the guard, and I knocked them out from the guard. Okay, so like, no, what I, what I meant like is like, did they did you know that you were kind of on obviously the contender series you lost, but like you started getting a couple more wins? Did you know that the UFC was going to reach out? Did they kind of tell you, like, hey man, if someone backs out, we're going to bring you in, or is it kind of like they just kind of I trusted my management and I told them, like, I was like, yo, I'll take any short notice UFC fight because I knew I was fighting on LFA, and that's like. And it was in a UFC fight pass, so I know the UFC was watching. So I was like, I just got to perform. And I had I had a 17-second KO there and then a knockout in the guard over two tough opponents. I knew I knew, I knew the time was coming after that. So I, I mean, just it, stayed. It, it was a matter of time. I mean, you were finishing, yeah. guys. You are getting better. Um, have you practiced jumping off of cages, though? I, I, I actually did. You know, I'm getting there. <laughs> you have to do something crazy. It's going to be a movie. Okay, okay, okay. So – after the fight, you uh, you did an interview or whatever, and you said, uh, I didn't want to go back home because it would be crazy. So you stayed in Miami. Bro, you stayed in Miami because you wanted to party. You wanted to go to Miami to party <laughs> a little bit, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I finally got a chance to have a break, so it was nice, man. But I also didn't want to – I'm like, this is – like, it's a big, decent-sized city, but, like, everyone knows me, man. So I was like, oh, I was going to let it die down either way, like, go somewhere. I'll never die down. Come on, man. You yeah. got that crazy finish. You're rising in the UFC. They're always going to be there. Um, yeah. And so you've said it before in many interviews that McGregor is kind of the guy you look up to and you want to be like the new McGregor, but not in terms, and that's in terms of like your performances. You want to finish guys fast, quick, kind of have this yeah. mystique behind you. Um, yeah. In terms of, well, no, no pressure or anything. Uh, everyone who's been on the podcast so far is undefeated. We're five and zero. Oh. No, no big deal. So there's there's a little bit of pressure there on you. But um, <laughs> I hope you got a good call out though. <laughs> it ain't it ain't nothing I ain't used to, man. Oh fuck yeah, I love that. So um, another thing no one again knows about you. I kind of like bringing this stuff up because again, like your your career in general has just been kind of crazy. You broke your leg like Chris Wyman and Anderson Silva, and then you landed a takedown in a fight. At what point did the ref notice that your leg was broken? And I, or I, did you kind of tell him, like, hey, dude? I told him. I told him. You told, told him? him? Yeah. I was like, really? I was like, my God, my leg's broken. <laughs> <laughs> was it floppy? Was it like the actual like floppy leg? It, it was flopping, dude. It was flopping. It was disgusting. Oh my God. And you fought six months later. You fucking savage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knocked out a UFC fighter too. Who? Who was it? Uh, uh, his name is Bobby McIntyre. He knocked oh. out Julian Rosa. Sheesh! Look at you! Look at you! Breaking yeah. breaking your ankle, getting all floppy, coming out, finishing yeah. dudes all over. Top guy in like six months. 
Yeah, that's nah, that's bitch weight for you. There's nothing for you. <laughs> so we're, I don't even know how long we're into this. And I've tried not to talk about it, but is this the longest you've ever gone without talking about your story and talking about kind of, you know, how you died twice and, and now you're here? I had to talk about it so much now. <laughs> it's crazy. Look, when it did happen, dude, I was like, damn, I fucked up. This shit. Ah, damn, but I didn't, I didn't want to go to jail. So, you know, I was like, I'll do whatever it takes. I was like, I'll talk to high school, play the video. But, oh, man, I was hurt. I was like, damn, I got to do better. This sucks. I got to do all this. But I was like, better than being, better than being in jail. That's all I was thinking. And then, I mean, look at you now. Look at you now. That's all you got to look at it. So I know, is that what's going on? So obviously, and I've seen lately, you've been doing a lot of like videos and such like that. Is this all, or is like, does it ever get tiring having people ask you about it? Like having like almost every single time you do an interview or everything you time you do like video shoot, they always ask about it. Is that ever a part of like, dude, let's talk about my performances, but I got a pretty cool story, but let's talk about the performances. Nah, it's, you know, if people want to know, I'll, I'll let them know. It does get like old, but at the same time, that's this is that's what's gonna make me money. So like, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, so <laughs> we made it this far. Um, I have asked some pretty stupid ass questions, but I got some really dumb ass questions that I can get away with asking because I'm preferencing they are dumb. So uh, the first question I got is, what's the proper way to spell your nickname? So I know on Instagram and all that you have T Rex, like you know, like a wreck. But then and your uh, and your home, like back home, is like it was Rex, like a dinosaur. What's the correct way to spell it? Um, this this is because like I, you know I wreck shit when I'm in the cage. I'll go out there and wreck. <laughs> I was T Rex in high school though because I was I was a skinny little short kid. Then I like got tall out of nowhere with some long ass arms. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And, so, I used to just, and I would wrestle my stance was like a T-Rex because like I didn't really know how to wrestle at first, you know? <laughs> okay. 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 So it is, it is the proper way to spell is T-W-R-E-C-K-S. Yes. All yes, right. Sir. All right. All right. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I've heard through the grapevine, you love church's chicken. Um, this is something I heard from yeah. UFC Unfiltered. Uh, if you had to rank the fast food cha- like chains, uh, what would you be your top three? So obviously churches is number one. What are the next two? Um, I do love me some Popeyes too. Then Taco Bell. Taco Bell chicken, really? No, not talking about chicken. No, I'm not. Talk- I'm, I'm not talking about fast food. I'm talking about the fast, the, the fried chicken, the fried chicken establishment. It's very fine dining. I did. I KFC's last. Okay, okay, okay. I was gonna say I've never had churches, I've, but I've had Popeyes, had all that, I had raisin canes. Oh, all fantastic. But churches is just nowhere close to me, which sucks. But nothing you can yeah. do about it. If we if we're talking about raising cane, I'll put that uh, I'll put that above uh, Popeyes. Oh, dude, I love raising canes. You can't be. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, straight up one on one, you versus Kiesa, who wins? I I can't speak on it, man. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I thought I tried. Thought I tried. All right, so. Uh, Oh, as a fighter, I never would think I'm going to lose, like, period, in general. You know? So, okay, okay. I got that answer. I will put that in the clickbait headlines. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, what's more satisfying for you? I think I think I know the answer to this, but it could be different. Choking someone out or uh, knocking their lights out? Knocking someone out, man. Once I started knocking you, I was like, ah, you, it feels different when you put a man out. Oh, man, you feel like, you feel like the guy straight up. 
literally feel when like I, God. Any, <laughs> anytime when I could do that, I was like, ah, that's 50 G's. That's all I'm thinking in my head. I was like, this is G's, you, baby. That was 50 G's, yeah. When did you, uh, this is kind of weird. So, like, at what point in your career did you realize you had the power in your hands? Because I know a lot of wrestlers, you know, usually you guys just grapple, but then as you develop your skills, a lot of guys realize they have kind of rocks for hands. When did you realize you had rocks for hands? Uh, uh, everyone always told me I hit hard. It was more just came with, like, start my stand. You know, I just wanted everything crispy before I started risking just trading. And I was just trying to take the least amount of damage before I got to UFC. So that was that was really why I was wrestling a lot and just submitting people because I wanted to avoid damage. Because why get in these wars when I'm not in the UFC yet? You know, why get my face touched up? Smart. So, very smart. I love, but that now is- that I'm in UFC, I get to 50 Gs on Akibel. So that's why I've been doing it now. Because I knew I was about to get in UFC this year. I truly believe it. And if you get not, and if you get rocked a couple times, that's an extra fifty Gs. That's a hundred Gs right there. So if you trade yeah. shots, fight of the night, performance of the night, bam, you get you, it all. You you feel me? Get the knockout. Yeah. I'm, I'm all pierced. So I'm always looking to finish the fight. Like I said, so the Gaethje path, the Gaethje path. Yeah, exactly. Like even yeah. if you lose, you got fifty Gs. I'm trying to be like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Come a fan yeah. favorite. Yeah. You can't. You can't go wrong with that. And then once you, as you rise too, first case scenario, if you need to get a path to victory, you got the wrestling. You're you're gold yeah. to go. Good to go. Exactly. But so, I am, am huh? eventually move up to 170. You what? I'm eventually gonna move up to 170. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I only want to stay 155, maybe for like one more year. Okay, so I was gonna ask that because you moved up from featherweight because the cut sucks. So you want to move up all the way to 170. Yeah. So, so how is it? Do you just not want to cut at all, or are you trying to? Or are you gain? Or are you like putting on muscle right now? Whatever weight they are, and that's what I wanted eventually like show the world like let's just, just all be healthy fight at what you are okay i've noticed that's that's starting to become a very very popular trend a lot of guys are wanting to go into that like healthy weight don't really want to worry about yeah. cuts which don't blame you i'm trying to go crazy if i get a top 10 i know by the end of next year if i call out the right fights i can get the title like next year honestly all right all right all right we'll see we'll see that's i'm excited goal. hey i'll do something crazy man Oh, here's a, here's a question. So, like, whenever on Twitter, like, I know you still say that all the time, and then you have a bunch of people like, as like, you don't really think you can beat so and so. Like, bro, you're a, you're a fucking cage fighter. Like, yeah, you think you can beat them. Why would you say that? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> exactly. That's what made McGregor so damn. She believed it, man. Like, the best people, they believe it, you know. And exactly. that's what makes it different, you know. Mm-hmm. Actually, any great person, like, they never they never think they're gonna lose, and that's what makes them different. Because if you go in there thinking you're going to lose, you're going to lose. Like, and that's, yeah, there's going to be self-doubt, and there's going to be things that go wrong. You And then, like, get in people's head and, and shift the way of their performance. Exactly. Like, once you once you, once you lose, one, it's like, and then if you try to adjust too much to the other person and everything else, once you lose that headspace. Yeah, and like, then, like, maybe they get in the head of you, you know, because you're thinking too much, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm not thinking off there. I really cheat me, like, life and death. We're going to war, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm on point. Like, let's get it right away. As All soon right. as the that's, I'm not, ah, uh, ah, uh, I ain't dancing around for no 50 second first. Ah, uh, we kick each other leg. No, like, I'm looking to take people's head off, bro. So how long did it, so again, going back to the leg break, how long did it take you before you started throwing kicks again? Did you, were you kind of confident in it, or did it take you a little bit of time for you're like, I'll, I'll throw kicks? A little kicks bit. Again. It took me a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah, I ain't even to ever kick again. I <laughs> it made me want to wrestle you more. I was like, ah, oh, I can't get Nothing happened on the ground. Too dangerous there. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh? So do you um? 
And so how, so like, uh, was there a point? So this is still when you're in the regional scene, how many fights did it take for you to feel confident to throw them in a fight? Was it like right away after the, like that first fight back when you knocked the dude out or was it, it a fight or I two started, after? I started throwing kicks, like, uh, kind of heading into the contender series. Okay. After okay. that fight, the kick pretty hard again. And then now it's just every, everyday stuff. You're just fine. Yeah. I'm so- What's your uh? Here, here's kind of a weird question. What's your favorite thing to condition on? Like when you know, obviously you got to condition the elbows, got to condition everything. Yeah. You know, from fair. What's your favorite thing to condition your stuff? On? Like your your limbs on? Um, I just do like wrestling because it's just like full body workout. And then I just I work on my arms because if I can throw punches hard, like in the third period, in the second, in the first. Okay. I'm talking about like the elbows. You got to condition the elbows. They don't bleed every time you fucking drill somebody, you know? Like t- Tony Ferguson type shit. We're just looking. I don't, I, don't, I don't do none of that, man. Don't do none of that. I, I think that shit goofy as hell. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. <laughs> so I think Steven, <laughs> Steven Thompson does like leg kicks and stuff where he tries to condition like his shins and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like that kind of stuff, sort of. Not really, man. I don't really Not do really. It. Don't do any but, of that. Think like this. Like, as soon as that fight starts, adrenaline's a bitch, bro. Like, I don't feel jack shit once the, <laughs> once that bell rings and I know I'm about to get cracked and shit. Like my adrenaline is through the roof. Like I feel like I'm powerful as fuck. I don't feel nothing. When uh, uh what? Uh, how long after a fight will you start feeling the effects of like being in a fight? Like uh, for you, because I know it's different for everyone. Like when does the adrenaline start to run off? As soon as I leave, leave out the cage. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I started feeling shit. I didn't even know. I was like, damn, I hurt my hair. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the worst injury you've gotten? And obviously leg injury is the worst. Like, what's an injury you picked up in a fight you didn't realize you had until after? Like people like Wilder, for instance, this past weekend broke his hair. Yeah. Like, what's something you've came out with? Like, yeah, shit, I, I broke this or whatever. Nothing like that, besides like the, when I kicked the dude in the leg. Yeah, that that that'll that'll take the cake. <laughs> but more wrestling, like when I was when I used to train a sick jitsu with Mike Kessa. Like he landed on my shoulder and I tore my labrum, cracked the ball on my shoulder. Really? Oh, that yeah, sucks. that's the first injury I got training though. That's and I still fought. I still fought on the contender series because I still, I still thought I could win. To be honest, bro. Hey, that's the mindset you gotta have though, right? No, that's bad, bro. I gotta be smarter <laughs> next time, G. I was injured. I no pull outs. No pull outs. No, no, I no, know, no. I was no, crazy, no. but now I don't do that. Not in the UFC. I would take care of my body if it's not feeling right. Then gotta be okay. smart. Yeah, I got smart. Like this is my career now, so it's different. I mean, look at Till. I mean, obviously, uh, he he's people kind of think he pulls out of every fight, but he gets hurt in every fight. He tore his ACL before Brunson. I mean, it's all by the way his body looked. Like he wasn't right, and it's just yeah, exactly. He still showed up out there. Yeah, you 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 can't for at this a certain point you got to be like, hey man, I I can't perform at the best of my abilities. It's better for my career if I pull out. Like it's yeah, but he he wants some bucks. No, well, yeah. <laughs> so that's why he still showed up. He well, should have healed though. Yeah, he should have. Well, luckily England loves him, so I mean, hey, sponsors. But you can only yeah. do so. You can only do so much with sponsors. Exactly. Uh, speaking of Till, you've met him, and there's a lot of other people who have met you. Like after your fight, yeah. you met a ton of people, and like you were a fan first, and now you're meeting all these people you're looked up to, or like your favorite fighters. Who was the person that you're like, oh shit, dude, that. I'm kind of starstruck. Like, who was the most starstruck you were? Asanya. I got to meet him, man. I was stoked. Dude, he's, he's so cool. Nah, he's cold. Yeah, he's, he's cool. He's so filthy. <laughs> he's, uh, what was it? I love my favorite thing about Asanya is, like, how he went up to light heavyweight, he lost, and everyone's like, all right, Vittori's going to beat him because he's just going to wrestle. It's a different game between 205 and 185, so it's just yeah. like, yeah. 
They doubt him. They doubted fun. our boy. He was on it. He was on it. He's so good. He's so good. He's too good. Yeah. He got way better on the ground, too. He was ready. He's always ready. All right. And so another thing, too, is you've growing up, you've moved all across the country. You've been all over the place. Out of all the places you've lived, obviously you live in Washington. What's like your what's been your favorite your favorite place to live so far? Uh Frankensburg, Germany. Really? You live in Germany? I didn't know you went across overseas. Yeah. Damn. What was that like? They had, they had like beautiful churches out there. It was just nice. Like that came when it was snowy. It was nice. That architecture. It's like it's what well, archi- nice out there. Yeah. I was gonna say because it's like our architecture started like in the 1700s. Their architecture started back in like BC. Like, like, dude, like they've been around forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This shit, nice. It's so cool. It's so cool. So, um, here's kind of another weird question. Uh, drip check. Is this the drip we're going with? Is this the hair we're going with for the the fight, or are we doing something different? Yeah, we, I'll probably have it braided when I fight. The yeah, this the hairstyle for life. Okay, I like it. I like it. Always got to do something different. All right. So as I said earlier, on the blind bump is five and zero. Um, as a degenerate gambler, I need something to gamble on. Should I take you by KO first round, or where, where should we take it? What's the prediction for the fight we got coming? Up? I'll I'll definitely go with the first round KO. First round KO. All right. Love yeah. to hear it, man. So. That's all I got for you. Um, if there's any sponsors you want to shout out, if there's anything else you want to shout out, my man, like, go ahead. Okay, I want to shout out my mom, Katar Johnson, my stepdad, Tony Jones. I want to give the biggest shout out to God, you know, because that's why I believe myself, because like he says, like, if you're for God, who can stand against you, you know? And that's just the way I'm coming in. I just know God's on my side in, in this journey. And, like, people are going to see that when they see the kind of performance that I have that God is real, you know, because it's going to be a movie. And I promise that. Like, I've been working so hard. Like, I can't wait to show the fans. Shout out to you guys, too. And I'm going I'm to make history. That's what I'm here to do. Oh, yeah. You got the second chance. So, I mean, God's <laughs> so far there. You got the chance. Yeah. Exactly. So, for that, for me, for Terrence, we're out. Peace. Stay blessed, brother. Good meeting you.